to the live line we go across the pond to Fox News Simon Owen. Uh, Simon, uh, there's a new tracking app, as I understand it, that's going to be released across Great Britain. Tell me what you know about it. Yeah, that's the plan. And this is something that as governments around the world try and plot a way out of coronavirus lockdowns, we're hearing a lot about, you know, testing, doing many more tests, recruiting many more facilities to up the number of tests that can be done on a daily basis. We're also hearing a lot about tracing contacts. So having armies of tracers, civil servants, perhaps, who can track down if somebody tests positive for the coronavirus, then these uh, officials can maybe see who else you've come into contact with. They can say to you, who have you hung out with in the past three or four days? Uh, we can get in contact with them and say that they might be at risk of infection and they should take precautions. But then there is also this idea that is looking increasingly popular um, involving smartphones. You know, so many millions of people walk around with these, you know, these tiny computers in their pockets. Mm-hmm. So this is an effort to tie the two things together, the technology that so many people are carrying with efforts to slow the spread of this virus. And so that brings us to Britain, which is the latest country to roll out one of these tracking apps. So a lot of them work in, in slightly different ways. But in Britain's case, what they're doing is they're starting this on a, a small English island called the Isle of Wight. Um, and the government has asked the population of this island, they're not required to, but it's, but it's asked them and urged them to download this app for uh, a local trial. And the idea is if it's successful, then it will be rolled out nationally. And the, and the way it works is that once you've installed this app, it uses Bluetooth technology. So it's, they say it's not going to hog batteries too much. And it, it just detects and records the presence of other app users who you might come into proximity with. So maybe it's somebody you sit next to on the bus, or if we're in the stage where cafes are able to reopen, they're currently closed in Britain, and somebody at the next table later tests positive for the coronavirus, then this app can send an alert to anyone who they've been in significant contact with for maybe a few days before. We don't know how how long the timescale is going to be. Now, if that sounds like Western governments asking their citizens to be tracked, then that kind of is what it's doing. But the, the, the government here is saying it's all anonymous, it's all confidential, it's stored in a very careful way. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to give your specific details. It just has for the vague area in which you live in. And the way they're selling it to people, or the way they've sold it to people in Australia, which is doing a similar thing at the moment, is that they're saying that if this works, normal life will move one step closer. And that's how they're encouraging people to, to try and do it. So Britain's just getting started. The Australians, though, have had something like 4 million downloads in a few days since launching their app. So if you play it forward, um, you know, you've got your phone, it's set up with the app, you've run across somebody that has coronavirus, they send you the note, then is the protocol, because you may have been uh, in contact with the virus, do you go get tested? Do you just self-quarantine? What, what's the procedure once you get that notification? Yeah, well, we're told, and I haven't seen the app yet, but we're told that it will, um, it, it, it is, it, it then sends guidance on what they should do next. Okay, okay. And as testing is accelerated and rolled out more and more, it, it's sort of, it's been accelerated in Britain, but they've still got a way to go if they're going to be able to do everybody who, who wants one necessarily. Then I think as, as time goes by, yeah, the suggestion would be, off you go, go and get 
uh, a test just in case you have been infected. Because one of the big challenges of this virus, and there's still so much we don't know about this new virus, but one of the challenges is that you can be asymptomatic. You can have no symptoms for potentially two weeks and yet in that time be infecting people. So it's quite reasonable that people might still be going about their life, going to work, riding mass transit, uh, without realizing that they are sick and infectious. So this, in theory, helps to trace steps back a little bit more. You do need to get an awful lot of people to download it, though. You know, the Australian Prime Minister has talked about, I forget the number he said, but 4 million. It's a lot of people, but it's not anywhere near enough for what the Australians need for it to be a seriously useful piece of equipment. So that's the test. Can governments convince people that it's worth downloading this and and reassure them that they're not being tracked in the way that it might sound at first blush. See, to me, that's, I mean, I don't know what it's like in other countries, but Simon, here in the United States, it seems like the convincing of privacy uh, would almost be first. It's like, hey, we're doing this, we want to keep you safe, and no, we're not doing anything else with it, and we can assure you of that, and on and on and on, and then, you know, then you can play up the virtue of it. Uh, But it, it just strikes me as a little ex post facto. I mean, uh, when I see what's going on and all the different machination and, you know, different uh, segments of society working on what they're working on, uh, I still feel like we'd be better to put all of our resources into testing because if you do the testing, you can catch it. To me, you catch it earlier. Like with the with the tracker, it's like, oh, hey, you might have been in contact with someone that has it, where if you were testing everybody uh, with that kind of uh, vigorous nature, uh, you'd be able to nip it before the person's spreading it. Yeah, you would, but then you'd probably have to be testing people, what, the whole population twice a week or so, and potentially for right. up to a year, and it's, it's kind of figuring out what the real-world limits are on this sort of thing. You know, you're know, you never going to get, even with a smartphone app, the 100% of the population downloading it. It's not going to cover every base, but they are, their argument is that it's a step in that direction. Now, the problem they've got is that all, this all started in China, where there's an authoritarian government, people are used to being tracked, and yep. the way that China has lifted lockdowns in the ha- hardest-affected cities is you have an app that proves that you are healthy. Now, you can't just copy the Chinese government's playbook in (laughs) liberal Western democracies. So they've tried to come up with the sort of privacy compromises here. It's not as intrusive as you might get in an authoritarian country. Whether it's enough to convince people, we wait and see. But I think the carrot, the, the, the sort of promise that if you do this and it works, normal life might be a step closer that might be enough to swing it for some people. Yeah. Uh, no, I totally agree. I mean, at, at this point, you know, you, you keep trying to pull everything that's uh, helping toward you, uh, and eventually it uh, becomes a nice cohesive pile and, and really does uh, impact people. So um, what do you gauge in the response? I mean, you say Australia, 4 million people have downloaded it. Uh, do you think it's going to be as popular uh, or not as popular in other parts of Europe? I think they will probably be looking at a similar kind of success. So they're talking about 4 million Australians with the downloads, but he has, the Prime Minister of Australia said he needs 40% of smartphone users in Australia to get it, which is uh, a fair bit more than he's got at the moment. So it's not enough at the minute to be successful. At the same time, it's only been going for a week in Australia. We will have to see how this UK trial goes. Don't know how long they're going to give it on this island before it's rolled out across the country, but France is looking at something similar. We've heard stories from, I think, Singapore is looking at something. Governments around the world, and actually, I think, in Utah, they're doing something similar as well, or at least moving in that direction. It seems to be a bit of a trend that, while, yes, you have to do a lot of testing, which costs a lot of money, potentially, yes, you have to have human contact tracers working through people's contacts. This might be a way of spreading the net a bit wider, actually, for very low cost.